Good evening, Patriots, and it's June 29th. That's a th- Wednesday. <clears throat> almost said Thursday because my mind's already there, but East Coast, you're already there, and tomorrow will be one of the busy days for me. Remember, tomorrow I'm on Breitbart, or Brighteon, not Breitbart, Brighteon TV, right after Bended Knee, so four shows tomorrow. If you are so excited to hear my voice four times a day, <laughs> which I know you all are, it's just like, oh, I can hardly wait. But we've had some good day with a good interview previously with 107. If you haven't heard that interview, do tune in. It is not posted yet. It will be posted here very shortly, right after we get through with this show. We'll have it up. And besides that, I do have a quick update on Dr. Carrie Madej. She was in surgery yesterday, as we know. She came out of that fine. And this message was transmitted through a friend of hers right to me. And she's doing well. She had a issue with her femur, a broken femur. And I think she said tibia too. But she's come out of that okay. We just ask that everyone can please keep their prayers up for Dr. Madej. And because she's, a, she's just a real patriot. Unbelievable. And she's been getting around on a walker some. She's tough. She's a fighter. And also, I don't have any status, but please keep your prayers up for her significant other. And I, I don't have, I just know they were both in that accident. So please keep your prayers up. And no real news yet either of when they're going to release her. But she is one tough doctor. Literally, they're going to say, like, you know what? Not very many people can fall from the sky. <laughs> She's going to be able to say, 
I did, and I survived it. It's like, hmm. So besides that, of course, we would all like to know that other question, which is, I, you know, I don't, it's on everybody's mind. It's like, how does a plane fall from the sky? <laughs> I'm just saying, we all want to know. It's like, you know, inquiring minds want to know. Yes, we do. We all want to know. It's just, you know, it could be one of those very simple things. It just could be a mechanical error. But, man, the timing on this is a little bit suspicious. Not a little bit, like a whole bunch. I think we can all agree on that, too. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Patriots. Well, before we begin, as always, just make the great mention of my pillow. It makes this show possible. And your support with my pillow helps make this show and many other shows possible. So thank you. So you head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards and you use your bards promo code because it's the coolest promo code. And it's our coolest landing page because we have our own private landing page. I guess some other people do too, but I think we're the best always anyway. So that's mypillow.com forward slash bards promo code bards. And there's all sorts of great specials going on over there. You can check out the new all-terrain low, low four-wheel drive my slippers. They have the new tread on them that Mike Lindell's talking about. They also have some new sandals for the summer, which are pretty cool. So check those out as well. And those are all on sale, like $90 off on a pair. Pretty fantastic. And you've got, of course, the MyPillow Classic that's on sale right now for $19.88. You have some great deals going on on buy one, get one free, which is amazing. And all of this as Walmart was trying to cause problems once again, another big woke corporation trying to crush my pillow by taking them off of their out of their stores and deplatforming them off of the site. Walmart, shame on you. You will burn in hell when we are through with this. I swear. I am so sick of Walmart's garbage about everything that started out being an American company and now becomes a company only designed for Chinese goods. That's all they want to do. They want to replace everything with Chinese goods. And if you doubt that, go listen to the interview from last Friday with Mike Lindell because he's laying it out. So anyway, check out MyPillow.com. Make sure and support them, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. I'm grateful for all the incredible work that Mike has done to help keep Patriots going, and he is so generous. It's unbelievable including funding the new film, Selection Code, which is coming up in August. That's incredible. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. And, of course, you can always speak to a real human being, 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, promo code Bards. And all that information is always below for your viewing convenience below the podcast. All right, so where to really begin tonight? We had that one update. There's another thing we want to do, and I'll—I'm just going to ask as I get going, and I don't always remember things at the end. But I'll look at chat. I'll try to remember. But we need to add Doctor Zelenko into our prayers. He is not doing well. He has been an incredible fighter, and has done everything he can. He's one of the first ones to come up with a protocol to help keep people safe from the insanity of this COVID nonsense. And I understand that he is in ICU. I'm, I'm trying, here we go. Um, 
says Dr. Zev Zelenko, who saved thousands of lives during the COVID pandemic, is in critical condition transferred to ICU. My understand is, understanding is he coded, meaning it technically died, but he's still alive and fighting. And the doctors say it will, it will take a miracle to bring him back. And I, that's what I read tonight. I can't, that's from one source. I can't confirm all, confirm all of that. But here's my answer. With enough prayers, we can make anything happen. So let's keep our prayers up for Dr. Z. Really important. We've got a lot of things happening, obviously. And the deep state is in full crazy mode. And, you know, it's, it is an interesting thing to note. And I, I've noticed this more than ever. I don't know what to make of this other than good. I mean, I see, I'm seeing a lot more upbeat perspectives out here, less gloom and doom. And I think that's really, really important because we have to, God didn't ask us to be a bunch of depressive, self-loathing people. That's what the deep state wants you to be. Don't be that way. If you are, change. That's my answer. Life gets a little bit heavy, but there's no reason to get too heavy about it, right? I mean, we we have to have the strength to know that as we're walking with God, he has us and we're walking in a full line of trust, which is wonderful. And remember John 14, 27, peace I leave you, peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled nor fearful. Now, Juan's interview in the last hour it was pretty intense, and it's. I'm glad because I I enjoy when I run into truth tellers that are trying to paint some realistic pictures. I get sick and tired of the everything's going to be okay and the joking around or playing games online and stuff. I mean, we have a good time, but there's a point you have to keep a, a focus in this fight. And I think there's a lot of people out here that I, I shouldn't say it that way. I think there are some people out here that feel that, well, we got to make sure it doesn't get too intense for people. Well, get over it. Because war isn't supposed to be like a fun, enjoyment environment. And it's important that we keep a focus on what's at stake here. And I've, I find some stuff around that people just find it funny to do, you know, like, like all of a sudden we have to have a comedy break or something. And there's people out here that fight that way, and I respect it, okay? But there, we have to keep a pretty good focus here going forward. And I have I always believe in levity and laughing at ourselves and laughing at the moment. So it's good to see people having upbeat. But the one thing to always keep ourselves in check is that upbeat is one thing. Getting confident and cocky is entirely another. And... You know, it's John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Those first few words should put things in fairly good perspective of what we're up against. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. That's That doesn't say in there you're going to have a tea party. Oh, you know, hmm, how's that going today? You know, it's like, it's intense, man. Of course, you know that since the testimony, the surprise testimony yesterday, which is 
incredibly damning for President Trump because what it has done yesterday after this horrible truth teller got in front of the J6 committee, they actually, we've actually learned that President Trump was trying to drive the limousine he was in. <laughs> he stole the steering wheel. Oh, my goodness. What a bunch of garbage. Uh, it's like, can you believe this? I mean, I don't know if you saw this, some of the really good, I, I just love, I love this whole movement of truth that we're in. It's like she couldn't get those words out of her mouth. I should say it this way. She should. She couldn't vomit that lie out of her mouth, that slithering snake. And and it didn't even get it. That, that, that blob didn't even land on the floor before Patriots already had pictures up with measurements of the distance of, of the beast and how far the President Trump was sitting in the back to the front and how impossible it was. And then the ultimate coup d'etat was, oops, he was never in the limousine. <laughs> he was in the SUV. Huh? That didn't work too well. Big lie. And then on top of it, we have Secret Service agents coming out and saying, hey, uh, I'll testify under oath, which is unprecedented, by the way. If you have not followed any of that, Secret Service usually doesn't get involved in political fights whatsoever. So that was a complete and total fabricated lie. But it, it is interesting to note, and I will say this, and I, I'm there's a bunch of circulation going around that she's a plant and she's part of some other operation. Maybe, I don't know. I'm really kind of staying out of a lot of that right now. And, I, and I'm going to tell you why. I've, I've been hitting on it pretty regularly, but I, I really want to emphasize it a little bit tonight. I have no doubt, as I've said, I don't know, what, a thousand times now or more, that there is an operation going on in the shadows to help all of us win together. I have no doubt about that. Okay, But this win is not going to happen because of a handful of guys and women that suddenly seize control of the government and make everything better. It's going to happen because the American public wakes up and draws the red line and says, no more. And if you remember the piece I did a few weeks ago on insurgency and counterinsurgency, which was also the, the same numbers were reinforced by Greg Phillips when he was on the show last week, which is that insurgency needs about 10% of the, of the population to overthrow the country because they do it by surprise and they do it by strategic placement of their people, especially through information and control of the political system. A counterinsurgency needs 70 to 80% of the population saying enough is enough to counterswing it. So it's, it's a very big uphill climb to overthrow an insurgency. And I'm sure that someone will tell me that, no, you can do it with less than that, maybe. I, and I'm not going to say that's not true. I mean, I've studied insurgencies and counterinsurgencies for years, trained at the, I was a trainer at the uh, Counterinsurgency Academy in Kabul for a while. And that was a principle of all the work that I did. So I'm not going to say it's not a hard and fast rule. But as a general guidance, when you want to overthrow the insurgency, you're going to need the sentiment, which is the support and emotional agreement of at least 70 to 80 percent of the people. To know that after 2,000 mules, over 70 percent of the people were in agreement with the film that, that the election was thrown and it was fraudulent, which is huge. It's massive impact of that film. The other one to keep it 
a track on right now are is the is the support for the hand puppet Joe Biden, who's obviously not doing so well with his popular support right now. And the latest that I saw today was that his support had fallen to a dismal level. I think he's, I think even Democrats, it's like 74% of the Democrats agree that we're on the wrong direction in this nation, which is fantastic. Fantastic. That's exactly where you want to be, by the way, because now you're bringing both parties to the table and you're definitely starting to talk some real change when people get to that point. So there's obviously there's, we still have the, so here it is actually right here. It's 85% of Americans say the nation is going in the wrong track, including 78% of Democrats. That means the Democrat party is officially dead as of right now. That's, that's literally a dead cat bounce right there. So we are witnessing the end of an old guard we still have the residuals of a old guard, which is in the Republican Party, and that that bowel movement needs to be corrected as well. So here is what we also need to be considering, and I and I don't have an answer to what I'm going to tell you, and that is that. There's a very strange anomaly happening here, and I, I, I can't um, account for it yet. I mean, there's a lot. I have, we all have theories, but it's just something to pay attention to. And it's the number of celebrities that keep dropping dead or getting seriously sick from mysterious illnesses, which we know very well they're all vaxxed. And I'm just going to footnote that and say, to be continued at a later date. I don't have an answer, but I just know that it's there and it's something to really pay attention to. And just in case you're concerned about a Chinese invasion into this nation, please be reassured that the U.S. Army has dropped the high school diploma requirement as military faces an unprecedented challenge to recruit people under Joe Biden. Oh, that's too bad. Huh. Patriots, I'm going to tell you very seriously that in, in a sense of the nation, we're going to have to get back to state-level militias for national defense. Our military is broken and done. What we really need is a very robust, in the end of this, patriotic National Guard. I, By the way, I love our members in the military. I cannot stand what's happened to it, and I have no patience or tolerance for the, oh, I'm going to say it, excuse my mouth, this dipshittery that's going on with transgender BS in our, in our ranks. I cannot stand it. This garbage started when I was, I was out in Fort Bliss. I was working with them when the first Sergeant Major class came through the Sergeant Major Academy at Fort Bliss. And here's what they, this was in 2014 or 2015, right in there. I think it was 2014, actually. Could have been 2013. So somewhere in those three years, and because I don't remember exact, because I was out there a lot. So it's 13 or 14, I was out there. I think it was 14. And the first Sergeant Major class had graduated, and they literally told the Sergeant Major class that they all had to participate in a LGBTQ pride celebration and if they refused they would have their diplomas pulled and they would not be able to graduate 
So that is, that's kind of like, that's what's happening in the leadership. And I'm going to tell you, I've, there are some incredible soldiers in our military, incredible officers in our military. We, we have incredible talent. And just to footnote this, so many of our officers are so well-educated. I don't think people realize how many officers have master's and even Ph.D. degrees. An amazingly intelligent, well-educated, incredibly vital and adaptable force. But we have a senior leadership that has been massively corrupted by the nonsense that goes on in the Puzzle Palace Pentagon. And we have an Another level of this, which so many of our senior officers route through the Council of Foreign Relations for senior, uh, what do they call it, shaping or polishing. It's ridiculous. And it screws them up because it all makes them Europhiles, which that translates to in love with the NWO, which in real terms is the Nazi world order. This is the Fourth Reich. We don't need that, but we've got great and loyal soldiers. So one thing to keep in mind in all of this, because I, I have a feeling I'm, I'm kind of leading up to this. I'm going to talk a lot about this tomorrow night, but I do have a sense that we're going to be heading into a state of martial law. Okay. And I've said all along, that is not something we want as a nation, but I don't think there's an, an, an avoidable point here. And the reason I bring all this up is, there's a real compulsion, a knee-jerk reaction by the public to always just say, you know, you know, oh, thank you for your service and love all our soldiers. Okay, so the first statement is, as a general rule, soldiers are great people. But like all things, especially right now, there is some brain-damaged, corrupted elements within our ranks. And, I, and it appears that that is increasing. I have no on-the-ground fact. We're keeping in mind as well that we are in a deception war and the military controls its information strictly, so it is difficult to tell what is coming in and out is viable. But from good resources or good sources that I've had, I understand that at least this clot shot has had a pretty significant devastating effect on our force. And I that breaks my heart. I'm just going to be honest, because that they did this through, we have kind of two things going on. We have those that made the decision because they were coerced, coerced into doing it. And we have these absolute heroes that are saying, don't take it or they won't take it. And they're being forced out of the military. So I, I'm going to highlight this. I've said this before, and I, I think that we're going to have to start a program and, and maybe Bards Nation can lead it. And I'd love to get, see if I can get maybe Steve Bannon behind it. But for every soldier that gets kicked out of the military, because they're going to try to do things like a general discharge, which is not a good thing on your record. Some may get a UCMJ eviction. There, there are, many of them are facing the removal of benefits. I mean, I don't know how far this is going to go. The end of tomorrow is like the deadline for mo many of them. We have 40,000-plus National Guard members that are supposed to be evicted tomorrow. And this is through the regular Army as well. The numbers are different, but the same. The deadline is tomorrow. So whatever the heck is going on at the Puzzle Palace and this communist insurgency that took over the leadership of our nation, I'm telling you, they are hell-bent on getting every soldier out that's unvaxxed, which concerns me deeply on a couple of levels. One, from an emotional point of view, those soldiers have proven to be the great American soldier patriots. All of them. So if you are an, a, an employer and you come across a soldier 
that has refused to take the vax and has on their record like a Article 15 or they have on their record some sort of UCMJ, which is Uniform Code of Military Justice, um, blemish, or if they have any like a general discharge or worse, an, uh, dishonorable because they refuse to take the vax, this is what I'm going to tell you as an employer. Hire that person as fast as you can, get them into your business, and give them the authority and latitude to help you out and give them a great salary. And the reason is if to understand what these soldiers have done to stand up to this beast of a system that's trying to crush them, these are true heroes in this time. And it is easy, literally easy, to walk around here and like go, oh, I'm just going to take the shot. These people have put up with harassment within their ranks, pressure from senior officers, pressure from senior leadership, I just should say. It doesn't have to be officers. So I'm, I am like literally... You want to hire like the best of the best. We used to say, if you want to hire the best of the best, take someone who has served. I'll tell you this. You want to hire the best of the best, find somebody who stood up and said, I'm not taking the clot shot. You are not going to find a better American right there. And I'll bet you any amount of money on it because these people have taken a stand for what's right. And at the same time, standing with America, understanding the threat that we're facing. So, Spread that word, please, seriously, because employers need to get informed. And, of course, we have a bunch of these. We have a collection of uh, globalist, communist traders that are running these corporations, the bigger ones, not, not all corporations. There's some really good American businesses out here that are fighting, trying to survive. So we just need to, as much as you can, if you run into a soldier that has been released because of the vax because they didn't take it. Some are just have been released. Some are being held. Like that's another thing I understand is horrible. Like some are getting close to retirement and because their retirement paperwork wasn't able to be dropped before June. My understanding of this is if, if their retirement date was near, but like say this summer, even, or even in the fall, the military is going on to say that, well, you're going to lose all your benefits and you're not going to get anything. We're going to boot you out. I'm telling you, this is this is sickening. So this is how I would look at it. There, are, God is going to put a lot of people to test. Everyone's being tested right now, and I and I'm let me qualify this because I've talked to a lot of people in the past that have always re- pushed back and are like God does not test us. Um, here's my answer: nonsense. We are always being tested in this world. And when you are talking about the threshing floor and you are talking about separating the wheat from the chaff, you are talking about being tested to be able to be part of that crop, that cutting that he's going to really nurture and take. So we're all being tested. And that is what is so fantastic about this time is if we embrace that. So I just want to sense, and tonight I'm, I'm giving some of the show to soldiers because I, man, my heart is for these amazing heroes who have had to stand up against this system. So here's my words to you as soldiers, and I, I can't relate to exactly where you're at. I can relate in a different way when I got my butt whomped by the deep state in August of 2017, when everything that I had built, my top secret clearance, 
my reputation as in, in Department of Defense got literally erased with a accusation of me stealing money from my own nonprofit, thrown in jail for 20 days without charge, and then two years later having those charges dismissed and the case sealed with a pat on the back with the prosecuting attorney laughing and saying, huh, I'm glad you made it. Me too. But my point to all you soldiers out there that are faced with this, and by the way, if you want to hear that whole story, that's episode 64. That goes, that's a ways back considering we're at about 1,520 plus episodes. That's some serious dive deep on Podbean. <laughs> but you'll find it if you want to listen to it. But anyway, I kind of digress. Here's my point. Um, in this time, one, I'm going to ask Patriots a couple things. One, just please keep your prayers up for these soldiers. And also, please, if you encounter them, do what you can to help them. Network with them. Do this because they're going to need some support. It's going to be a tough time. Okay? Number two, for you soldiers out there that are in this place, I want to give you some of my own just my own words from my heart. First of all, my respect for you is beyond measure. I can't imagine being in the place you're in. I pray for you, truly do. But I want you to hear this. God puts us through these trials because he has something fantastic waiting. And as difficult as it may seem, as difficult as this moment may seem, your life is about ready to be transformed in an amazing way. You're being put through the forge to be refined in the most amazing way. You've done something incredible. And so it is not going to be an easy walk and being reforged and refined isn't an easy walk. It's not like you're going to walk out and everything's going to be okay. But whatever you do, never lose your faith in the Lord. Tuck in tight to Jesus. Listen to what God puts on your heart. And as whatever that takes you, I don't know where that's going to take you, but listen closely. And when you do listen to that, he will guide you in the most amazing of ways. So to soldiers out there that are standing up to this, God bless you, man. This is a tough time. And you have my respect and you have my prayers, and I think you've got all of Bard's Nation's prayers and respect as well. So keep up the fight, because we're going to fight with you in any way we can. And I'll tell you, if you find somebody in the Bard's Nation network, that they'll listen to you. They'll be there for you. They'll do what they can for you. We're pretty big now. We're not big, big, but we're pretty big. Big enough to be cool. <laughs> That's God working right there. He's like, Hey, watch this. It's like, yes, God, we're going to do something really cool. I'm like, all right, let's do it. And pretty soon, bam, presto, instant movement, shaking the world up with a remnant. It's like, yep, here we are. Prayers up, Bibles in hand, sword of, sword of the spirit, sword of steel. We're ready. Just point us in the direction. Let me know if I need to chop off an ear. Arr. Raise the black flag, patriots. Raise the black flag. That's a good thing. So anyway, we'll we'll include we got a couple of people to include in our prayers tonight when we get there. We got a Dr. Z, Carrie Madey, and all our amazing soldiers. That's gonna I'm just dedicating the prayer tonight to them, all our amazing soldiers. 
that are faced with this very difficult time tomorrow or the coming days and weeks, because I don't know that it just ends automatically, but for some it will. And thank you for what you're doing, because you're really giving more inspiration to America than you know. This has been a hard fight. It will continue to be a hard fight. We will win this, period. That's going to win. And anyway, I tell you what, the minute I find out a soldier that has not taken the vax, he's like, buddy, I want you on my six. Let's, let's go. We got some We got some whomping to do. All right, so that's kind of where we ended up tonight. I, I was very unexpected, but I will tell you this. Before I started the show tonight, I just kind of reached up to God and said, okay, just guide me on show. I don't know where we're going. This is how it goes many times. But it's a good thing to be here. I will tell you that. Isaiah 40, 29 to 31. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. We all need to remember that because this is a time when these challenges we're going to hit are going to be many. We are literally watching the unraveling of Babylon. And again, that's pretty much my theme tomorrow night. So knowing that, keep in mind that in order for Babylon to fall, we're going to have to all feel that pain. It's coming. And we're all going to have to buckle up and stay tight together. The system that we're in, sadly, when especially within like the military, it's not a very forgiving system. And and it's so the military might be the slowest to come around. My personal hope is that as this criminality is exposed, that we begin to the military is able the military good leadership is able to root out the the bad and rancid. For the you folks out there that are gay, lesbian, transgender, or queer that have found a home in the military, I'm going to tell you this. You're a minority. I'm going to be blunt. I don't give a shit about your damn sexuality. If this offends you, too bad. We had a policy in the military that was go, don't ask, don't tell. You didn't like it. I don't care. Nobody asked me if I was a heterosexual and I didn't have to share it. So bottom line is we need to get back to just some common sense. From a logistics point of view, if you're a transgender, you're causing an incomplete logistics nightmare in the military and an ungodly amount of expense to the public for your stupid transgender surgeries, which we don't need, and your hormone therapy, which was never part of the deal. For the functioning of the fighting force we need to have things clear that we are not fighting whatever we call this queer theory and racial inequality or whatever and if you'll take a breath for a minute and you're in the military the one who's spouting that is millie who's a fat white man who used to be part of special forces who have long lost his way and he's probably the biggest racist of them all 
At the very least, he's gender confused. So let's get clear about what we're fighting and what you really are fighting. Your role in the military is not to come in there looking for a free ticket to get some free surgery and a bunch of hormones. And I still can't get, I actually argued this when I was at Bliss. I'm like, what in the heck are you guys doing? I was a consultant down there. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, well, this is what Obama said or whatever it was. Yeah, it was Obama. And I'm like, yeah, big deal. I said, like, you have one transgender soldier downrange. And this was a tank unit I was working with. And I'm like, you now have to create a complete logistics supply line for that one soldier. Because if they don't get their hormones, I don't think they're even going to be stable in your force, which is true. So the deal is we didn't ask for your sexuality to become the billboard for all of us to have to look at every day. And we don't need any more division. We need a strong fighting force that understands the strength of the warfighter, and that can include men and women. There's two genders. There's not confusion. And besides that, I, if I was running the military, if you couldn't hang with that, you'd be the ones getting your butt booted out. Pretty clear. So that puts us back to the importance of patriots in this nation. We're kind of back to 1776. We have to start looking towards our communities. When you, if we do get to a point that soldiers come rolling into our communities, which it may be possible in certain areas, Don't drop your guard immediately. Be cautious with all things. Question everything. Be smart. Remember, we're in the most complex type of war right now. And both sides are trying to, we're being played by multiple sides. But what we all have in common, and I again, I get back to this, I do not care what your sexuality is, so keep it in the bedroom. That's between you and God. If we're in a fight, I don't want to hear about it. I, could, I don't care. And don't make a public spectacle about it and don't go walking around, riding around on bikes naked because if you do, the best thing we should do is super glue your butt to the seat and send you down the street. But besides that, we have to find a bridge together. So we look, have to kind of look at it like this, the black flag. Give no quarter. We will give no quarter to evil. But we have to keep our arms open, even for those that are subject to evil's whims and those that are questioning and wandering. There is such a thing as pure evil, and we can never give in to that anymore. We have given way too much ground to that sense. But our victory is going to be in helping those that are wandering, confused, whatever, subject to the whims of evil is when they start to realize that they can be forgiven. We all can be forgiven and let us never forget that peace because in the heat of war, it's easy to forget that. And it's very easy to forget that God forgives and God loves because He didn't ask us to fight and kill one another. That's the hand puppetry that's going on way above. So 
let us be strong. Someone said that sounded like a Mike Adams nod. I love Mike Adams. Matter of fact, I'm trying to get him on the show. I'm hoping soon, but we'll see what happens. But I love Mike Adams. I don't always agree with the, the kind of some of the extreme stuff he talks about. But I have nothing to, but respect for Mike Adams and all that he's done. He's an incredible man. He's done a huge thing for this movement and this nation in his own way. So always a big hat tip. And I'm honored to be able to have gotten to know him and have him on the show and to be part of his Brighty on TV platform. So Patriots, this has been just kind of a talk tonight. Like I said, I wanted to dedicate this show tonight to our soldiers that are facing a crisis tomorrow. Um, tough place, man. When you, when your country turns on you, it's pretty rough. But again, for you soldiers out there, your country hasn't turned on you. Your government has become foul. Your country loves you. Know that. And we'll stand with you. And there's a lot of us. Forget the left trolls. They're a dying minority. Unfortunately, they, don't, they can't disappear fast enough. They're kind of like, the left reminds me, if you've ever had a boil, really uncomfortable, but they'd be more like having a boil on our butt. And they're always there. And it irritates me. And I'm like getting tired of having it. And so it's time for us to eject it. So... But other than that, we have a pretty good walk ahead of us. We've got amazing Americans that are walking together. We have a lot of compassion and respect for us being Americans, and that's important. And I think there's a lot in that statement when we really need to get back to being the melting pot. We need to keep our personal stuff out of the main public square. It's none of our business or anybody else's. We need to have respect and love for one another. We're going to under, have to appreciate that as we walk with God, we need to be the light that inspires, not the light that condemns. And we have to know when to draw hard red lines when there are things that we have to say under no circumstance, like abortion, like child sex trafficking, like stealing an election. There's just certain things we don't do. That's part of resetting the moral foundation of this nation, which is increasingly on the shoulders of those that walk very closely and powerfully with Jesus and put our faith in God we trust. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight very humbled and equally just would like to raise our prayers this evening for a few by name group, and people. So please hear our prayers. We'd like to begin our prayer tonight with for Dr. Zelenko, who is in critical condition. Lord, we're praying for a miracle, and we know that you can deliver. And we'd like to just put our prayers to that, that this is a man that has done so much for this world, and we want him around for a while. Don't know if that fits your plans, but it's something that we would like you to hear. He's a heck of a fighter, and he's given hope and, and health to so many. So, Father, if you can heal him, 
And Jesus, if you can heal him, then please let it be so. Father, we're also going to pray for Dr. Carrie Madei tonight and her significant other. For whatever the motives were in that accident, we pray for a couple of things. One, we'd like the truth to be known, that we can discover what really happened, to put our hearts at ease, regardless of what the outcome is. Let truth find its way to light. And equally, we pray for her and her quick healing and her strength. She's been yet another powerful voice and courageous fighter in exposing what is behind these shots and the the evil that we're facing. And I truly believe that you have her here as well to help lead away with others to pioneer solutions to this draconian shot that has been delivered to people. Equally, Father, we just pray for her significant other and whatever his status is. We just pray for his quick healing as well. And Father, tonight we also pray for our soldiers. We pray for all of them to have a heart open to the acceptance of Christ and that love that you can bring. But in particular, Father, we want to pray for those that are facing an expulsion from the military. No matter how many years they put in, they've given themselves to be watchers on the wall of this nation. And once again, this group of people who are being forced to be expelled are our watchers on the wall. They have been standing strong, warning others of the shots and their threat, being bold in the face of darkness and evil. So, Father, we just ask that you can bless them. No matter what the decision is, if they are expelled or if they're able to remain, please watch over them. Please give them strength. Please show them the way of hope. Please, Father, help that refinement in these fires make them stronger and greater and greater warriors than they've ever known. And Jesus, as you are with them, please touch them and assure them not only that you are there and that your love is there in full, but there's many in this nation that stand with them, that are ready to assist and to stand with them as brothers in arms. In such a time as this, Father, we need to start building bridges as you know. And so, Lord, we close this prayer tonight with the prayer for bridges to be built, that we can set aside our ridiculous identities and start looking at ourselves as human, to start realizing that and remembering that you are extending love to everyone, that we need to do the same. There's different lifestyles that we don't condone, but nonetheless, we need to set aside these petty differences of identities so that we can start to see people more clearly and we can start to celebrate the love of Christ between us. And we know that through that, you will lead all and heal all as, as must be. Guide us in this time. Protect us. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Patriots. This was a, I enjoy shows like this, just where we can kind of have a conversation. And God's really present tonight, I'm just going to tell you, at least on my end. There's a lot of great things that were shared today. I had some good calls today, good conversations with people. And really just that reminder as well that, you know, the, 
God is all about love. And I think that many times we get tripped up looking for wrath. But God doesn't lead with wrath. He leads with love. And he leads with forgiveness. As like the Father, as did Jesus. And that's a difficult walk to make for all of us. Especially in this time when there's so much division and hatred. But many things are changing. Our eyes need to be opened to what that change is. And with each step, there's more accountability. And accountability leads to a greater awakening in the spirit of us all. And as we are all awaken in the deeper part of the spirit, we all begin to awaken into the deeper purpose that God has us here for. This cycle doesn't end. This journey doesn't just because we get to a certain plateau, we don't pull out a chair, throw up our legs and say, yeah, I'm here. The rest of you catch up. It never stops. We'll continue to climb. We'll continue to face challenges. We'll continue to pray. And we'll continue to win. It's pretty simple. We just got to stay true and keep our trust right with God and never deviate from that walk with Jesus. So Patriots, have a very blessed evening. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers up. Keep your prayers strong. And do give some extra prayers tonight for Dr. Zelenko, for Carrie Madej, and for our soldiers. And for our soldiers, thank you. I know this is tough. But you do have this community's prayers and support. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. Until then, or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to the level ground. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now.
lights down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow. Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. Thank、you.